Welcome back to The Foreign Object. I am your host, The New Age Riddle, alongside my co-host, Walk with Geo on Twitter, along with our uh, one-person audience, which is a dog or puppy. A puppy dog. Yeah, of sorts. So, and for those of you that don't know, his name's Mysterio, so it's fitting for him to be here. Um, you shouldn't even have said his name because yeah, he was peaceful now, in the corner, and as soon as you said his name, that's it. He got up, and he's going to be... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> named after the wrestler, Ray Mysterio. A uh, disgrace to the Latino community, maybe? Maybe. Shocking. Breaking news. Ray Mysterio is a disgrace <laughs> to the Latino community of wrestling fans. Um, Speaking of the Latino community of wrestling. Yeah. Um, they took a big hit. When was it this weekend? Uh, I think it was either Saturday night or Sunday. It was sometime this night. weekend. Oh, Saturday. Um, I think it was Saturday. Right. Where they announced the passing of La Parca. Yes. Triple A's La Parca. Um, yes. not to be confused with the WCW La Parca, right. which is the originator of the La Parca character. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, from my understanding, is AAA has the rights to that character. Yeah. So, the WCW version of La Parca is known as LA Park, mm-hmm. which means La Autentica Parca. Park. Uh, park. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which means the authentic park. Yes. Um. Um. So yeah, they announced his uh, passing. He had a bad injury. When 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 was it in November or something? It was yeah. late in in last year. Um that he was injured off a dive and um there was really no kind of updates on like his recovery or anything until like they announced that he had passed away. Yeah. Um he's such a star in Mexico even though he's not he wasn't the original La Parca character, he was still such a star well, yeah, within he- himself. He kind of like transformed the character and really made it himself, like coming out dancing and stuff. And like, not only that, he, uh, I mean, for someone to wrestle under the character for 20 years, you right. can't discredit for him for not being the original yeah. character, which a lot of people don't even really know to begin with. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't know the distinction, anyways. Yeah. So it doesn't really affect anything of, of his stardom. Yeah. Um, Somebody on social media asked L.A. Park if he would go back to using the La Parca name now. And he was like, come on. Like, no, that was his character. Um, yeah. And there's just nobody that could replace him. Um, Not only that, I think, I think and yeah. L.A. Park uh, did a lot to build the current character he's doing. So yeah. it's it, it, it'd be discrediting both and cause more confusion, Yeah. Um, if anything. So... R.I.P. to La Parca. Um, probably, I mean, I don't really, because it's, it's such a, like, childhood memory. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know when I was introduced to La Parca and whether if it was the WCW La Parca that I was introduced to first or just watching AAA. Because um, it was very interesting enough. I used to see AAA a lot on television, like Saturday mornings, and yeah. our dad would watch it, and I would kind of just, you know, watch, and so I don't know if it was from WCW that I was introduced to La Parca, or or those mornings watching AAA, but I think he was probably one of those first wrestlers and characters that I seen that I really enjoyed watching, and kind of 
as the years went by, just knowing that that's such an iconic uh, character and wrestler. Yeah. Um, so, R.I.P. to La Parca. Um, other stuff outside of um, the norms that we talk about being Raw and SmackDown and WWE product. Um, where do where where do we start with like controversies? Oh man, um, there's always controversies in wrestling. It's like so early on Let, the, the year, and it just let's started work our so way up. Hot, so let's dude. let's let's start with um with something that I think isn't as serious as people are taking it. Yeah. Or I don't even know if people are taking it serious. I've seen a couple people take it serious, but the comments that Triple H made about Paige, um, so. I guess he was on, he was just doing like an interview thing. Was it yeah. after uh, the UK takeover that happened on Sunday? Um, I'm not sure. I, it might have been. Yeah. Uh, so Triple H was doing a, a conference, I guess. Um, and I guess the question was about returning superstars. Um, specifically uh, Edge and Page, um, because of the rumors that, I I think the question is based off the rumors that Edge is returning yeah, yeah. for uh, one match. Um so he, he kind of went into saying that wrestling isn't everything. We they try their best to protect the people that they've worked with um as much as possible because they know that there's bigger things outside of wrestling and he went on to say Edge has a wife and a family and kids. And then he said, Paige, um, also probably has kids that she doesn't know about, which a lot of people got offended and thought it was in reference to like her, like getting around and being around with so many. Cause I mean, for as long as I known, she's had so many boyfriends that I don't recognize any of them every time I see them. And the whole tapes that were released and stuff like that so people took it offensive in that way my i think i the way i saw it was like it's just a joke that you made because obviously Paige is younger than edge so you could say right, yeah edge yeah. has done so much in his life and he's already has a family and kids then you get to Paige and you really don't know what else to say because it's like her career did end before it should have and so you make a joke like well, she probably has kids, but don't she doesn't know, which right. is obviously which is like, such a yeah. stretch. Like it's a such it's a obviously joke. impossible. Yeah, it's so impossible that, to be a woman and have kids and not know. Yeah, so that like already solidifies it as a joke. And I also feel like I it's think not it's, like and, a dig at her for all of like what has happened. I think it's just because like her nature is, is like really not chaotic, but she's kind of like a wild person, and she's not a like traditional person well she's so a wrestler would be funny at the end to, of the day she's yeah, a wrestler she's but it, a very so it would be funny to think like oh she's like the like she's not like everyone she's different in a like personality sense so it would be funny to think that like she has kids that you know maybe yeah. she doesn't know and about, it's almost you know? also funny because she her mother was pregnant with her and didn't know right yeah and that, was wrestling yeah. at the time so stuff like stuff like that to me it's like oh that's a funny joke because it's impossible and the people that took offense to it, I don't know if Paige actually took offense to it. I think her acknowledging that, oh, even my boss makes fun of me. I think just her referencing it kind of seems like 
she knew it was a joke and whatever. I don't think so because but then her knows? boyfriend was like tweeting like, "Oh, it's fuck Triple H all 2020 and like yeah, but who oh, the fuck my, is her boyfriend? I, fu- I fucking H- hate seeing my girlfriend cry and blah blah blah. Uh, and whatever. This and that. Fuck that. And guy. Here's the thing. I think a lot of people don't actually care. Either because one, they understand it's fucking impossible, so it has to be a joke, obviously. Yeah. Or two, because Paige has been so disgustingly vocal on Twitter about, oh, you guys can't take a joke. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And now that when a joke is made about her, she's making a big deal about it. So they're kind of like, you know, yeah. take a well, bit of your own medicine and, and learn how to take a joke. Don't complain about it or whatever. Yeah. So I, I feel know. like that's the big reason why nobody really. For the most part, gives a fuck. There's always going to be those people who who pull everything out of proportion and everything is misogynistic and everything is slut shaming and everything is because she's a woman or this oh. or that. There's always going to be those people for anything. Yeah. But I feel like the majority of people would care maybe if she didn't have this track record of saying everybody gets so offended so easily. It's just a joke. Yeah, I don't know. I... I- I really woke up and I was like, really, this is what you guys are mad about today? Really? Yeah. It was much. it was inter- interesting, but just just the idea of something not even being possible is enough to be like, oh, that's that's a funny joke, whatever. Yeah. And 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 at the end of the day, she's a re- like she almost carries herself in a very when you think about wrestlers and kind of like the stereotype of wrestlers, which I guess people are going to be like, oh, well, stereotypes are bad too, but who cares like they exist like whatever um but and especially in wrestling like yeah. the, the stereotypes are there like every luchador that goes against Rey Mysterio they're like oh this they yeah. looked up to him like nobody cares about Rey no not really but well we we learned that that, that we do care yeah but but it's like I know what you're getting at. The stereotype the of wrestlers yeah. is like wrestlers are crazy and they're they're, they're going around everywhere. I mean, and we, going we make the joke yeah. about like Ric Flair. He probably yeah. has kids he doesn't know about and stuff like yeah. that. And why so, is so why is that okay to make that joke about Ric Flair, but not make that joke about Paige when we even know that it's a joke because it's not even possible. Yeah, exactly. I, and if, it's just and yeah. it's basically just a follow up to saying Edge has kids yeah. in life and you can't. There's. You almost have the sense of you have nothing else to say. You can't really was, say Paige. Like, there's no time between that for Triple H to be like, oh, yeah, and Paige is a slut. So let me say that. No, not even you know, that. There's Just not like, even time to, nothing that, for him to think of that. So him saying that doesn't equate to that at all, which is or, what people are making it about. Or it's just a a way to not be a real downer about it and be like, well, I mean, it's very unfortunate that Paige can't wrestle. Again. Yeah. Because there's nothing left. You can't say, oh, Paige has a, a future. Like, there's nothing else that she'd probably rather be doing than wrestling right now. And, right. like, there's nothing that she's shown and done that is substituting that, the the fact that she could be wrestling. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, say Titus O'Neil's career was like, oh, you can't wrestle anymore. He could have easily said, "Well, look, look at all the things he's doing outside of wrestling." Yeah, it, I don't think Paige has done anything outside of wrestling to be like, "You can't." And put also, it was just into, like you the know, conversation just easily... was was just kind of about like we care more about the safety of these people now, and like these people have to be safe for these reasons. Like, yeah, they had Edge has to be safe because he has kids yeah. to take care of. 
And then what do you say about it, Paige? She has yeah, well, to be safe because saying. she's yeah. fucking got a clothing line. Because she's a person. <laughs> or what? Like, she's what do you say? Human. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah. But you see, I didn't even know she had a clothing line. Does she have a clothing line? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. But, but if she was further in that part of her life where she has like this huge clothing line that she's successful for, then you'd be like, she has a business mind and like she could do other things. But since she's, she, we don't know her as that yet. You make a joke to keep the conversation going. Um, but moving on from that, some other controversy. Tessa Blanchard, right? Um, this one was big. Yeah, man. Like kind uh, of out of nowhere. It was completely out of nowhere, and it was kind of like her own fault. <laughs> yeah. Like if you really think about it, um. Mm-hmm. She tweeted something about, like, women in wrestling, we have to start supporting each other and, like, stop putting each other down or something like that. And that, like, immediately got people in the industry riled up, a few girls um, saying that it's ironic of her to say that yeah. because she, they were bullied by her, one of them being Chelsea Green, um, another person saying that... Um, you know, she wasn't all about supporting women when in Japan she was spinning on someone and calling them the N-word. Yeah. Um, And then just all these stories of other women in wrestling coming out and saying, like, yeah, yeah. you're the last person to say this. Got Twitter all crazy. I'm sure Facebook was crazy. I'm sure everybody, everywhere was insane with this story. Yeah. It was was it the day of or the day before she was it supposed was, to be facing? It was the day before her biggest match of her career, which right. is the saddest part of the story because it's a match in Impact. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. You Shit. see, that's a joke that I'd probably get like crucified for. But if you were Triple H, yeah. If nobody, if, she, if, yeah. if anybody listens to this, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, but but come on now, you're having your biggest match of your career and it's an Impact. You're really doing things, I guess. <laughs> um, but no, I mean. Yeah, it was, um, it was, for the most part, it was just a big, like, somebody made a tweet, I don't remember who it was, I wish I knew who it was so I could give them kind of credit for this, because it's almost true, Impact kind of just signs the people that other companies have dodged bullets with, for the most part, or have been fired for things that aren't good. I right. mean, you have Rich Swan. They got fired from WWE for um, domestic violence, right? Yeah. Impact went and signed them. Um, I mean, allegations of other people being racist on on the roster. Right. All I types mean, of things. even like when we don't hear stories, like for instance, Austin Aries gets released out of nowhere, and then he goes to Impact and he starts acting up. Yeah. And you're like, wait, maybe they dodged the bullet with him then by releasing yeah. him. So many things. I mean, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh God. Um, but yeah, it's it's very interesting that after seeing that tweet, I feel like Impact kind of already had like a bad stigma to it. Just I don't know. It, there was always something weird about the uh, the promotion company, whatever you want to call yeah. it. But and kind of like the people they decide to sign as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. And they still, I mean, even after all this happened on the internet, they still 
decided to put the title right. on. I don't know if, I mean, to me, if I'm a decision maker for a company, I don't want the star of my show to have that kind of, those kind of allegations coming out. Yeah. Especially when so many people in the industry are saying yeah. that, yes, these are true allegations. And, and the wrestler in question of who she spit on and, and called the slur actually came out and was, and said, yeah, like it's true. Yeah. And all these people were like, oh, why is this person randomly saying it now? And then that girl, that wrestler, I don't, I don't remember her name, but she's a Puerto Rican wrestler. Um, And she was talking about how, like, nobody mentioned anything because I asked them not to before. Yeah. And now it's different, obviously. And it's just so weird. And I, and I feel like people need to start. Like, I get it if you like Tessa Blanchard as a wrestler, but you got to start holding your favorite wrestlers accountable for shit they do or the shit they say. Yeah. Like, just because you like them in the ring doesn't mean you can't criticize them for being a racist or or, yeah. or whatever. Because there's so many people that are like, oh, she just made a mistake. Like, you don't spit on someone and, and call them a slur out of mistake. Like, not, that's not, not a mistake. Not only that, I mean, they they're being accused of something and then instantly saying not true. And if you do know that it was true, like just apologize. That's all it yeah, takes. That's it's like, that's that too. I think some, I, another tweet that I read from someone was it, it, it really doesn't take much to apologize and be like sincere about it and say, right. Hey, look, I made mistakes in the past and I'm yeah. trying to, you know, better myself. But nobody seems to do that, right? Because like that's that's happens. another argument that people try to use to like white knight people and like save them. Like, oh, everybody makes mistakes, and maybe she's trying to be a better person. But if she was, she would have she would have addressed it and, addressed and said, it. you know what, yeah. that was a bad thing that I did. But she didn't. She she would much rather would have tried to come for Chelsea Green than even hint at that allegation. Yeah. Which makes her seem more guilty by doing so. Yeah, because that was kind of like the only that was the only thing she addressed was bullying Chelsea yeah. Green. Yeah, and the the other issue is bigger than well, not I wouldn't say bigger because I feel like it's just like a deeper allegation than yeah. than like if I'm Chelsea Green and I see that she responds to me but not to the other thing, I'd be like, well, yeah. that's like. You're just marking me then instead of like, yeah, caring about yourself or trying to make it seem like you're apologetic or whatever. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, there's this guy on Twitter. I don't know his his name or anything, but he was saying how people that years back he was talking about how, like. Tesla was getting accused backstage of bullying, and when he would say that, people were like, "Oh, you're just a hater." Just hate Tessa. Oh, is this guy someone like in the industry? Um, or? I believe he is like really in with women's wrestling, and he has like scoops on women wrestling a lot. Um, oh, Ryan Satin. No, fuck Ryan Satin, <laughs> dude. Till the day I die. Um, but yeah. So I feel like like with that, we've got to start listening to people and like, don't just write everyone off as a fucking hater just because you like a wrestler. And yeah. you don't want to get your feelings hurt because your favorite wrestler is a fucking bad person. Do I have favorite wrestlers that are bad people? Triple H? Yeah. Triple H. I, mean, yeah, I guess. I'm going to say it. Triple H killed China. Boom. 
Okay. Um, I don't know who else you even like. That might be a reach, but that's a reach. That's I don't think so. That's a, that's a reach. I don't think so. He got her blacklisted from the WWE. I don't know. Him and Stephanie. Both. Now they want to act like, oh, she was such a pioneer for women's wrestling. Fuck yeah, she was. But where were you <laughs> saying that, you I know, I don't have months enough, uh, ago before she died? I don't have you know? enough information to put Triple H on trial for this. <laughs> so. I, I mean, everybody. I, I don't think there's a fucking single. I mean, maybe now, like, like. Guys that are coming up now, but I think for the most part, 90% of them in wrestling, they're not fucking saints. None of them. Yeah, well, no, it's wrestling. Yeah, I mean, none of them, dude. I mean, there's a whole series on Vice called The Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, and I think people need to realize that and, and accept that and How, be willing to what about hold this? their favorites accountable. What about this? Is there... A certain time period of time, like, when things are kind of, like, I wouldn't say no longer valid, but no longer a reason for bringing things up or something like that. I mean, because, for example, there's allegations that Ric Flair has said racist things in the 80s and stuff. Yeah. But when you look at Ric Flair now and how much he's embraced the idea of hip-hop embracing him as a you know a icon Mm -hmm. of just being flashy and stuff a lot of people in hip-hop use him as an example of hey this guy has rolex i want a rolex he's like the he's kind of like the example of what hip-hop is right like just this flashy character so you you see rick now kind of embraces that and it's almost hard to see that he would have a problem with people of other races. Um, I feel like it's all... I think everything is contextual. Contextual. I said that wrong in the first time. Um, I think if Tessa would have went out and had an actual apology, then it would kind yeah. of been easier to like say, okay, it was something that happened in the past, and while maybe she is racist and maybe she's not, it's maybe not fair to hold so much weight on it. Sure, you should still hold her accountable just in case anything yeah. in the future happens, but you shouldn't crucify them for for that. So I think it's I think it's based on that. So if someone someone were to bring it up to Ric Flair in an interview and he were to walk out as opposed to say like that was a different me and this and that, I think you know, those are two different stories there. Like I feel like the big thing with Hulk Hogan, that's going to be always the 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 role model to these situations. Not role model, but example to these the, situations yeah. of, like, the way he, quote-unquote, apologized wasn't good. So he should still be held accountable for yeah. everything he said versus if he would have said or would have gave an actual good apology, then it would be easier to embrace his changes if yeah. there were any yeah so i feel like it's, it all comes down to context and how people react to those situations being brought up rather yeah. than rather than like how long ago it happened yeah that's true but then there's also there's also like this 
idea of if somebody were to ask Rick, I feel like he would get mad and walk out. <laughs> and he probably would. And just and be, I feel like that's of the fact an because... example of him not changing. And, or maybe you can go about it two ways. It could be either him being embarrassed of it, yeah. maybe, or it can be him not wanting to address it because he still feels that way or something. Or or it could be it, you know, it could because be because he doesn't see it as an even, issue. E- or that too, or just like it's it's kinda like say you did something, right? And years later you just forget about it almost. Like or you 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 pay it no mind and then someone just brings it up out of nowhere right. and you're like, what the fuck? Like what does this have anything to do with anything that's going on now? Yeah, I mean, I feel like you just have to react to it properly. Yeah, because that um, could almost catch you by surprise. Yeah, it definitely could. But I mean, in situations compared with to like compared to like compared, Rick, I mean, compared to Hogan, right? If, if you bring it up now and he walks out, I think it's so fresh in in history. Yeah, that it's. I don't know. I think I think get a um, real idea of where he's at mentally with the whole issue. Yeah. I don't know. But, I think context always matters and uh, how people react to certain things. I think it's easy one thing to be confronted about it in person and another thing for people to make allegations online or for something yeah. to leak online. And then you have some, some time and some breathing room to sit on it. So if Ric Flair was doing a Reddit ask me anything, <laughs> someone asked, <laughs> like, what about do. you? Then he would probably... You know, if he if he gives a good response, is different from if he gives a bad response. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, pretty interesting. But I feel like if you dodge things, you're already admitting guilt. Hmm. I I will take that into consideration when uh, I get in trouble for not washing the dishes. I'll be like. <laughs> Instead of dodging, I'll just be like, I, I apologize. That was that was me of yesterday that washed the dishes. <laughs> oh if God. it was me today, I would have done it. Wow. Um, um no. <laughs> not in relation. Um so what else is there to talk about? Is that it for outside of uh outside of the ring controversy? Um not too controversial, but not too controversial. I mean, we can talk about the Miz and, and Punk. And how with oh, five words, the Miz Punk, gets bro. under CM Punk's skin, but CM Punk has make, made comments for years, and the Miz has been tranquilo. It truly is the year of tranquilo. Yeah, and it's also the year of fuck CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been that year for a while. Yeah, so I'd rather not even talk about it. All right, we first. can get past that then. Um, Marty Scroll resigns with ROH, but also has a booking... Uh, um, what's the word? Authority. He has a. I don't. He's a, he's a booker now. He's in, oh, he's oh. Is yeah. he really? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea about that. Which is interesting. I don't know if he renegotiated his contract because I could have sworn he had a five year. He he had, he just had to have a, probably done a renegotiation. Yeah. So. Because um, I don't know that it's been a year since he signed. I mean, maybe he has. He he. I maybe think he, he left. signed with ROH. He re-signed with ROH when everybody left Japan. Right. Around that time. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, it makes sense that it would have happened in January, like after Wrestle Kingdom and all that. Yeah, so... Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I I read. Um, that's interesting. True. So he has <laughs> booking authorities on a dead show. That's great. <laughs> I mean, but that that could possibly be what it. Yeah, takes maybe to revive. I don't maybe, know. but no. I'm I don't know. I think I'm I'm a believer in in wrestlers should be wrestlers and bookers should be bookers. It, they shouldn't be one in the same. No wrestler should be booking anything. No yeah. booker should be wrestling. I agree. They, unless your name ends with T. Booker T. That's the only true. booker that should be wrestling. True. I <laughs> yeah, like no, that. I, I think um I think history has just shown that that's not a smart idea for anyone. It doesn't matter where you think your ego lies. Once yeah. you get the authority to to book things in your favor or whatever, you know, there's going to be mistakes or misbooking or whatever. Unless you're Triple H. Unless you're Triple H. He doesn't book himself, though. Oh. He's not been in a single NXT match. That's true. So. But he does have authority of the main roster as well, somewhat. Maybe. Indeed. I mean, I don't know. His his only, like, actual title in the WWE, like, official title is of talent, talent relations. Hmm. So, I don't know. Interesting. What he's actually I don't in know. Supposedly of. he's always in Gorilla. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. So is um, John Cohn. He's in the boss's ear for sure. Uh, I don't know about that. I think if <laughs> no he was one's in the in boss's ear. ear, I think the product no, I think wouldn't somewhat. be as rocky as it is. It, it, I mean, I would say that's the reason it is rocky because you have two different, two different ways of thinking, putting inputs in. So, like, I think the product is very inconsistent. Yeah. I mean, there's weeks where you'll have, I mean, for example, this week on Raw, I, for the most part, I enjoyed it. I think that was really good wrestling. Uh, I think it didn't have too much storytelling uh, as far as, like, storylines and stuff. And it was very, uh, like, very simple. And it was mm. it was just really good wrestling. So I enjoyed it. So I feel like things like that, like, Triple H's input, if there is any, might be, um, that might be there, but if not, then I don't know who's, ha- like, whose input it is that's making these good matches, and then Tyson Kidd, maybe, a f- like, the next week, it's not as good as the week before. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, um, but writing staff, to- I mean, I think that's, I think that would, that's what happens when you when you're hiring writing staffs and their backgrounds are in like traditional television. Yeah. And the focus would be storylines. Yeah. Not. And so they write stuff like, but is Lana it possible and whatever? Yeah. But is, is it like, possible to have a writing staff to do storylines to do storylines? And then the producers focus on the match and, but, but they still connect somehow. You think that's possible? Um, I don't know. I think you would have to give the producers a lot more, um, authority other than just putting together a match or putting together like the skeleton of a segment or whatever. Yeah, I think they need more. Um, I don't know. I mean, example the the Lana and Rusev and Bobby Lashley storyline. In my opinion, has dragged. It's 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 gotten to the point where 
I'm confused on how we've gotten here. Yeah. And why haven't we gotten some type of payout and why we have statements said from Rusev where he's like, why would I want someone like you if I don't want you? But then he's still having matches with your new husband. Yeah. And then, and then just to make everything a little bit more confusing, Liv is thrown into it, which hasn't even really been explained. She wants to wrestle Lana, but she's also in love with her. And it's just, well, me too. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think that storyline is such a. I think it's easy to like blame Vince for that storyline. I don't. I don't think he's solely responsible for it. I mean, I think TLC has some type of writing. Oh God. People in it now. Oh God. It's very TLC out of, shows are actually good though. This so. is like right out of the TLC. Reality shows like you know, yeah, but actually Beyonce good. and stuff like that. That has those. I mean, I don't know. It's it's that that storyline is getting ridiculous. There there was some good wrestling out of that mat uh, out of the match they had on Monday. There was like this clean spear that Bobby did to Rusev that Rusev sold. Like um, Rusev always sells a really amazing. good spear. <laughs> it was amazing. But that's a good. Other than that, that's a good wrestler um, right there. It's a good fall down man. That's a good fall down man. Yeah. Um. What else was good? I mean, I didn't watch SmackDown, but I know the Usos are back. The Usos are back. Right now, like, people are kind of, as the road to WrestleMania approaches, people are kind of tr- starting to slowly trickle back in. Yeah. You know, Liv, the Usos, um, Paul White. <laughs> um, okay. Who else? AOP, I think. Oh, yeah, AOP. Is considered is, a recent which I'm, which I'm glad is they're back in. And then they're, they're not doing, like, Matches with local yeah. talent. They're right. actually involved in something that's, I would say, probably I mean, one the main of the, event story. I think. Yeah, the main story. I mean, yeah, they had they were main eventing. Uh, uh, Samoa Joe coming back. Because the champion the, doesn't do that. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, Samoa Joe's back in the ring. Um, yeah, so a lot of people are, are kind I mean, of you could almost say right Kevin now. Owens because it felt like Kevin Owens has been gone for quite some time. It, it feels like he hasn't done anything of relevance. Just because the Shane yeah, but thing can, dragged for so long. I mean, you long. can say that about his entire career career on Raw and Yikes. SmackDown. Yikes. I mean, because he's kind of been in the same storyline for his yeah. whole It's kind of time. been him versus some authority figure. Yeah. Um. What else? What else? Who else feels like they just, or not felt like, but they just came back in? Uh, I don't know. AOP, though, I really like that they're... They're in this story, in this storyline, kind of. Uh, how do you feel about Seth Rollins uh, aligning himself with AOP? Um, it feels to me forced. Forced. Um, Interesting. I don't know. I feel like he. I don't think they should have. I I think the kill turn was them caving into the fans, turning on Seth Rollins, and I think they shouldn't have done that. I think if they had continued on the road with Seth as a baby face. I think by the time we got right before mania, people would have uh, not turned on him anymore. I guess but they who, wouldn't have been against would him you, anymore. Who would you put him up against to make him 
feel important again. I mean, I think. I mean, what do you, you do? Could, I mean, you could easily have, Brock again. You could have easily had AOP still involved in the main event, but maybe following someone else. I think Samoa Joe is a great heel. He's kind yeah. of playing the baby face right now, and I don't know. Uh, but he's a great heel that you could have, you know, brought into work against Seth as a babyface. Um, Kevin, I think you could have, I think you could have dragged the kind of babyface, babyface story between them where it's like, you know, it started at Survivor Series by Rollins being a little like skeptical of his allegiance. Yeah. And I think you could have continued with that with both of them being babyface. I don't think you needed a heel in that situation. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like they 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 let go of his babyface run too easily because the fans turned on him for whatever reason. Yeah. And I think the fans would have came around again in due time. Yeah, I just I mean, maybe I just have a hard time trying to figure out who against who he he would go like who would give him that opportunity to Make I'll be honest. I don't even again. know because I was on the raw roster. What else? I you, think what, you could put Andrade in there. I think Andrade, despite being, I mean, despite everybody admitting that he's a great in ring talent, I think there's a lot of people who are willing to boo him because he's a heel. Yeah, and he's really good at despite it. actually liking him. You know, there's yeah. those wrestlers that you really like, but you just kind of have to boo because their heel work's just that good. Yeah, I think he's one of them. They, you know, they had a great match against each other i think mm-hmm. that's a good feud that they could have gone with for the title as much as i love ray and andrade feuding over the title i think i think you're gonna put seth in there yeah i agree that, that'd that be good um my hot take is seth rollins has no value <laughs> as a singles competitor or wow. or with a supporting Supporting actors around him, we'll say. Supporting cast. Supporting cast um, I completely disagree with you. I mean... I just disagree with his you His whole so heel run, he had the authority behind him. But after he came back, after the knee the injury, shield. he was by himself. For a good bit of time. Yeah. And and he then, was still heel. And then he... Injured two, two guys. Stop. That was before his injury. <laughs> Stop it. Um, Stop. Yeah, I don't know, dude. To me, it almost feels like he has no value when he's not surrounded by people that make him feel like he is the messiah of something. When when he when he doesn't have followers is when he it's just Seth Rollins. And now it makes me feel like him being enraged on Twitter about he should have been the wrestler of the year is like no, because you had people to help you. He this whole year he has not had anyone except for the like little shield run. <laughs> but it was like so small. But before that he was by himself and people loved it. I don't know. I love Seth Rollins by himself. I think like J and J's security was great and the yeah, shield was great. But I personally feel like Seth has so much potential by himself and they're just missing the mark and it's kind of a combination of them missing the mark and the and fans going to knowing what works. No, I don't think I don't think it's the only thing that works though. With no, but Seth. they know it works, so they say, "Hey, why don't we just go with what we know?" Works? Yeah, but does it work when it's AOP? Because I feel like it doesn't. I it like just it. feels like I, I kind of like it. 
Because to me, it's like, what's AOP's motivation to start following? I mean, I mean, what's when they debuted, motivation? when they debuted, they kind of in storyline, they kind of kicked Paul Elring to the side because he was too weak for them. Okay, what? Why would they align with Seth Rollins all of a sudden when they just got over being? Because he's the Messiah of wrestling, being, quote unquote. You know, controlled. I think by that's. A, I think they need to drop that. Um, what's Seth Rollins like? Kind of him being vocal about being the best of what he's doing. I, but I, it's true. But, the, but there's and, so and many I mean, people in, in the industry doing it. It's it's boring. It's like, okay, but why don't you just do it? Like, just go out there and don't talk about it. Because it's be always, it. it's like, always been that. That's always been a factor of wrestling. It's always going to be. You're never going to get away from that. Yeah, I don't know. It's getting boring. We already know. AJ I mean, he Styles does it. He's doing it now as a... <laughs> He's doing it now as a heel because it was what made everybody so fucking pissed off at him when he was just spitting facts on Twitter. Like he is the best of the best company. Like that's a fact. And and he's gonna yeah, say it now more because it's people. making people <laughs> stop it, dude. Stop, dude. It's the year of tranquilo. You're trying to make me mad <laughs> on the podcast. It's not gonna work. He's only good. He's, he's only not, the best though. when he's aligned with someone else. No, dude. No. He's he doesn't, you know, someone who is aligned with someone and is is supposedly the best is Adam Cole. He's number one of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and he's with Undisputed Era. He had them. Yeah, but Seth he, Rollins for the majority of the year didn't need anyone. Yeah, to prove are, that are he's saying, the best wrestler. Are you saying that Seth Rollins should have been Wrestler of the Year and not Adam Cole? Um. Yeah. I'm no, no I'm I, saying I, I, that I his disagree. argument I think his argument is valid. I think he could have well, easily did, he been made that in that spot. I don't know. I thought that I'm was referring, what you were saying. I'm, re- I'm referring to years before like Oh, well, years before years, like he when, definitely had deserved it when over like, Kenny, Omega Kenny Omega and and, stuff. and people like that. He I definitely mean, deserved both, it then. They both and I think he still own. deserves it now. I think you could argue that I think you can argue that Seth Rollins has been the most consistent wrestler in his WWE run mm. ever yes ever in in yes. the history of wrestling e- 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 ever not in the history John of the Cena. WWE no I think John Cena got comfortable for a few years and he was okay with being what we all called to be like the big match John and five moves of doom and he was comfortable with that and then he switched it up again and became like the star that everybody knew he was before Look, all right, look, uh, okay, yeah. But I will say, <laughs> I will say that my argument of Seth Rollins only being good when he's aligned with other people, I'm saying it early because in a year or two from now, when everybody else starts to find out, I'm going to be one of the first people that. But it's not the case. It That's not, it's not true, though. No, you'll yeah, see. He in- is good with other people, but he's not only good when he's with other people. Okay, he's better when he's. He's more valuable <laughs> when he's aligned with other people. I don't. I don't agree with you. I just. I mean, can't just the fact that you mentioned J and J security, and I couldn't even. I didn't even remember that. Like you're a fucking liar if you don't remember that, because that was part of the authorities angle. That well, I guess, but I didn't think about those two guys. But I mean, look, in one or two years, when you realize he's still aligning himself with more with people. Would, in one or two years when the fans turn his, their back on him again after loving him for a long period of time, 
and then they do what they think is makes him more valuable that doesn't and that has nothing to do because it's all the fucking fans fault for turning on him in the first place i don't know or maybe he just has a weak promo when he's babyface which is another argument yeah i, I, I will while. i will agree with that speaking of uh promos let's just move on from seth rollins <laughs> but he's the best wrestler he, he can talk about it forever speaking of promos um i really liked becky lynch's mic work this week um after, I heard it was good. Yeah, so she she got hit with the mist, and then she was outside the ring, kind of cleaning up the mist and whatever, and she just killed it with the promo. It was finally something new and fresh that it was more than just her being the man. She, right. she didn't even mention it. She uh, It was good, and I think it might be her the end of her championship run might oh, be wow. coming soon. Wow, um, I'd love I, I'd, I'd love for Oscar to to be the one that gets the title from Becky Lynch. I think it'd be good. It'd be good uh, storytelling because uh, the whole thing is that Oscar's beat her, yeah. and that's what that's kind of what the whole promo was kind of based off. I, I don't. I think maybe her promo. I I mean I've been saying it for a while. I think her promo work and her work in general is better when she's um at a disadvantage. Yeah. From what I saw, well, yeah, that's she's what at this a disadvantage. Is, yeah, that's Asuka. what this whole storyline is kind of based on. I mean, she's got Kari Sane in her corner. And she's got the mist, which is illegal. Yeah, and the idea of Oscar already beating her, right? Once, yeah, so. having that hovering over her head. Yeah, yeah. So she's kind of she's the champion, but she kind of feels like the underdog. In this yeah, one, which they should have been doing with her the whole time. I agree. Um, but yeah, that was really good. Surprisingly, uh, Drew. Ma- well, not. That, Are you about to say surprisingly, Drew Mac had a good match? Because I don't think no, that's surprising re- at all. Let me rephrase that. Hold on. Surprisingly, Randy Orton, oh, AJ Styles, and Drew McIntyre put on a good match. Okay, so I should have just started with Randy Orton. To yeah. <laughs> surprisingly, Randy Orton <laughs> was, <laughs> was in a match a that match? was good. <laughs> no, was yeah, that match was pretty good. good. I liked it. Um, um, I did see he do he did the Styles Clash. I think he did it really smooth. I think that's a move that a yeah. lot of people could possibly mess up when they're trying to hit it for yeah. the first time. It, to mock AJ Styles, but he did it pretty. And clean. it was it was that whole spot was really good storytelling because uh, the promo before uh, AJ Styles said that he will hit the RKO on Randy Orton at the Royal Rumble and eliminate him, Yikes. and and it it's gonna be a better RKO than Randy Orton's ever done because it's Yikes. gonna be phenomenal. And he just ends up getting hit with a Styles Clash later in the That's match. That's pretty good. So. Um, it was really good. I liked it. Are we going to have a repeat match between them at WrestleMania? Didn't we have that last year, Randy and AJ, where the live crowd couldn't see the match yeah. at all? <laughs> They're going to make up for it. Yeah. May- possibly. I wouldn't be mad if it, they could put on a better match than last time. That and probably, I mean, last time was kind of random, wasn't it? Right? It was a little bit. It didn't really have too much story to it, and I think this one has more of a storyline. Yeah, they're kind and of reasoning longer. Yeah, I. You know what I really like about AJ Styles' character? Um, everything kind of gets under his skin, and he's really easily bothered by a lot yeah. of stuff. I like that um, part of his character because I think that's it, just his real life. 
This is actually him. <laughs> well, yeah, it actually is. Actually, yeah. now that I'm thinking about like when we see him on Up, Up, Down, Down, yeah. and he just starts losing, and he's like, it's, I play on Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> or, that or like, <laughs> like the ride-along stuff yeah. where or, you know, they'll start a Steve Austin impression, and like he'll play along for a couple minutes, but then like after a while he gets a little irritated by it or whatever. Yeah, like the bit went on too long, so yeah, he's like yeah. bothered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I think yeah. it's just him. I really, I feel like no one's really had that character. Um, that's like, yeah, I don't, I can't. Everything think of irritates him. Yeah, so everything kind of irritates him. Like things that people have done to him, like he brings them up. Um, yeah, like Randy Orton faking his injury, he brought it up. He's like, "What are you gonna do? Act like your knee's broken again?" <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like really funny yeah. when he does that. Is I don't know. I think it's really good. Um. What else did I like on Raw? The, uh, Don Andrade stuff is amazing. Next week they're gonna have a ladder match for the U.S. Yeah. title. They which... really know how to how to string me in back <laughs> into the WWE uh, stuff. Yeah, they also know how to milk things because I mean they had uh, Alistair and um, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy again this week, and uh, I kind of just skimmed through it just because I was like, uh... "Wow!" It is. I mean. You skim through the best kept secret of the WWE. Yeah, but it's this also no because longer a secret. Like, what is it for? What? Is, what? Are we, where are we getting? Um, he, he stuck around for the main event, though. He, did. he, he was like sad on ringside. He never left. He just. I think okay. So the AOP um, Seth thing didn't make sense to me, but I feel like the uh, the Buddy Murphy Seth thing makes sense. Okay. Calling himself Talk the Messiah. It. And then going and seeing this guy who's down and being like, come on, help us out. Help us. Be a part of us. Come on. We can help you. Come on. And kind of somehow <laughs> goading him into yeah. getting involved in his favor, I think that could work really well. Yeah. Uh, possibly. It was interesting. It, to, to me, I don't like when random shit is done like this. I don't think that's random, though. I, I think it's no coincidence that Buddy Murphy l- loses to Aleister Black again. Stays at ringside when Rollins needs help. So he was like, wait a minute. Aleister Black, Tyler Black, they're related. He knows how I could defeat Aleister. There we go. (laughs) That's what he was thinking. So he wanted to get close with Seth because Tyler Black. Yeah. No. Uh, Good, good, uh. Good theory, but no. Yeah, surprisingly, that match was also good. The main event, I thought it the was gonna be a fight? shit show. I mean, I wouldn't say the match was good. There was some. Dude, good that moments. was right. The fist fight. Yeah, the fist <laughs> fight where nobody got punched in the face with a fist. Which you would think that's the match for it to happen because Joe's a brawler. Owens, we've seen be a brawler. Big Show was Big invo- show, involved. Big yeah, Show's Big show got the knockout the punch. Yeah, and nobody. There's it the thing, you really fuckers fisting. who are talking shit about it wasn't really future WWE Hall of Famer returning last week on Monday Night Raw. The Big Show is who I'm referring to, by the way, okay. <laughs> in case you <laughs> think you're thinking of someone else. But you guys talking shit about the Big Show, fucking returning. I don't want any of. I don't want to hear any of you talk about how much you loved his career when he goes into the Hall of Fame because you're all a bunch of fucking assholes with the Big Show. I think I you think know. Big Show adds um uh what's the word? Flavor? <laughs> what is he fucking What is he? A spice? <laughs> what, what the hell? 
No, he he adds. I mean, there's never a moment where you you just put the Big Show in and it doesn't it it, it doesn't hurt anything. Yeah, no, it doesn't. But people want to talk shit about it for whatever reason. I mean, I think when he's gotten these random returns, it's helped every time when he returns yeah. against Braun for a couple matches. You know, you oh you, yeah, man, they have great good. matches when he returns. You know, for whatever reason. So I don't understand all this Big Show hate all of a sudden for the past like four years. I yeah. don't understand it. He's a fucking, he's a gem, right? Yeah, and, and I hope this leads to Big Show having a WrestleMania moment. Yes, because he's never fucking had one, and it's yeah, been no. a gimmick. Like they try to gimmick a moment for him when he won the IC title against Cody Rhodes, but it's like that's just a fucking one-off match, like. I don't know. Yeah, no. I put him I, in there with Shaq. I mean, Shaq. he hasn't Get even Shaq had a, again. He hasn't. No, but even that <laughs> doesn't feel like a WrestleMania moment because he's done the celebrity yeah. matches. I mean, Always. Two, he's done the sumo match. And well, he's, he's done the Shaq one. He's done the sumo match. The Shaq one on Raw, not at Mania. He, um, sumo match. He did the, um, the Mayweather match. It's like, give him something that's actually going to be like, this was a moment. And he won, and it was awesome to watch. Yeah, but I don't think he'll be able to have that because the fans are assholes towards him. Man, fuck them. Yeah, I agree. Fuck them kids. It's protect That's, big I have, show all time. I have a picture. <laughs> I have a picture of Vince McMahon on my header on t- on Twitter. My header says it has Vince McMahon and it says "fuck them kids," and I forgot that that existed <laughs> until I went to my Twitter once, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's hilarious." But. A big show WrestleMania moment. I think he should have had a Royal Rumble moment a long time ago to win. Um, He's never won a Royal Rumble, has he? No. Exactly. No. He, I mean... Are you saying that he's every, the one that beats Brock Lesnar? Every fucking year that the big show has been in the Royal Rumble, commentary says, uh, they're going to have a hard time. He's never won. They're like... I think he's only ever won one battle royal event of any kind. What the SmackDown the versus Andre Raw? the Giant oh. Memorial Battle Royal, and there's the thing that could have been his WrestleMania moment, but the fans were so far up Damian Mizdow's ass, they're so mad about him losing, as if he deserved. I hate when to the fans that. do weird shit like that. So weird. Like they get behind some random jobber that that fucking. When they leave, nobody really actually cares. Yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody who is who is a Mizdow fan is watching um, Power. Yeah, NWA Power. Not to be confused. They don't even with know that he won TV the fucking show. national title. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know. I, I thought he had that cool Titanic-looking movie out, or that pirate. Movie. It was a pirate movie. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it's ridiculous. One thing I do want to point out. I don't know if. How often this happens, but I feel like it's happened enough times for me to kind of notice. Um, Jerry Lawler doesn't really bury jobbers. Like when there's a match that is obviously a squash match with a jobber and a like. So you tell me he only buries the actual talent on the show? Yeah. Wow. Well, no. He does that accidentally, I think. Sometimes. I don't think it's an accident. I don't think he's self-aware that his jokes are terrible. But he, I think he's he. If one thing he's good at is 
he's hiding the fact that this is about to be a squash match. <laughs> As if it, the whole world doesn't already yeah, know. Yeah, the, but it's interesting because he, he... So Ricochet and Mojo Raleigh had a match. And he kind of pointed out a size advantage that Mojo Raleigh has. And the fact that he's very athletic and stuff. I don't know if it's because he's racist and didn't want to see Ricochet Yikes. win. But he was he was pretty much like bigging up both of them. He was like, "Oh, Ricochet's amazing." Like, and, well, I think it's because his his uh, career was so worthless, and he was in he squash has to, matches. He <laughs> doesn't want to remember. Up. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. I don't know why it is, but he he buries people. A oh lot. yeah, he like uh, who who was who is it? Uh, who was it? Uh, who is it? Uh, like just a week ago or two weeks ago, he was like. Burying like, I want to say the Viking Raiders or something like that. Probably they're like, the. But it's it's with dumb jokes like, even their mothers wouldn't even love them or something because of their face or something. You know, like dumb jokes like that when it's like, Jerry, you could you've done better on matches with Ricochet and Mojo Raleigh where you're giving them both credit. Like, why can't you do that with other people? I don't know. Mojo Raleigh did not deserve to <laughs> to be built be, up on commentary. Yeah, gassed up on commentary. Oh, like, man. Come on now. But you know. chose to say the Viking Raiders. But if it's like a so Daniel ugly. Bryan man, she'll be like, you know, he's a vegan. That means blah, blah, blah. Bad joke about how he's weak or something. You yeah, know? exactly. Something like that. Yeah. So it's like, it's a weird, inconsistent balance of, I don't know. He's just, just got, the whole, he's got the whole squad laughing. He's just—he's trying to get a big pop in the back, and it's not working. But who would he get a pop with other than Vince? Oh, I, he probably isn't laughing either. It's just like, what are you doing, Jerry? <laughs> God, I don't know. But what a downer to end end, end the <laughs> podcast. On. To about, you're the yeah. one that brought it up about Jerry I just Lawler want the man and his to inconsistencies. Be fired. Yeah, something like that. Not fired. I think that's a little too harsh. But harsh on for it this week because I don't think he said anything out of line this week. Mm. He did all right. He kept it together. You just need to get like Dio Madden back or someone of that, like how he would react to stuff Jerry would say, where he would either not react to it or like once he made a joke and he was like quiet for a second, he was like, what the hell are you actually talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. like react to it. Well, I mean, not the way he wants them to react. Even Samoa like, Joe on the on Corey Graves podcast when he was talking yeah. about how his experience on on commentary, he's like, oh, J- Joseph is good or whatever. And Jerry just lives in his own world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Like not giving him credit, but also like he's just doing whatever. Like he's not really yeah. contributing. He's in his own world, so it's. I don't know. I think the only reason they got him was for a familiar voice. Probably, yeah. Because you steal away Michael Cole and Corey. You you whore them out to Fox. (laughs) (laughs) And that, like, what do you got for Raw now? Yeah. It's it's rough out there. I mean, you could have put, I don't know. They said, fuck Tom Phillips. Fuck Byron Saxton. Fuck them both. They can both go to hell, which is just NXT UK. <laughs> in the in the WWE universe, hell is just NXT UK. That's developmental. Um, that's yeah. where that's where superstars get the big push 
get to NXT, get a title, and then they told that they never got a push and they yeah, got the title the, randomly. Yeah, what the fuck does that even mean? I don't. Here's the thing. <laughs> this is how we're going to end the fucking podcast. I don't think people on Twitter understand the terms that they're using. They don't know the words like bury. Yeah. Losing a match isn't being buried. Okay? No. It's not. Like somebody has to lose. Yeah, somebody has to lose. Putting, if and, you want to put on good matches, yeah. you're going to put on two people that are worthy of winning, but one of them has to lose. Right, yeah. Okay? So you don't know what fucking bury means, so stop using it. Yeah. Every Not everybody on the fucking roster is buried. Andrade is not buried. He's the fucking U.S. champ. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles is not buried. He's fucking AJ Styles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was right. about to make a bad joke, but... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Right, you don't know Barry, and you sp- you especially don't know push. People don't know what the fuck a push is. I think. I think people. I think people are equating a push to being booked strongly. This is not the same okay. thing. Those are not equals. Okay. For example, Ray Ripley just won the title. Mm-hmm. Someone made the comment that Io Shirai deserved to win the title instead. Okay. Someone agreeing with them, which I don't disagree with that statement. I think Io Shirai could have won the title. Instead of Ray Ripley, and I would have enjoyed that as well. But then someone made the comment saying, "Yeah, Ray Ripley got it out of nowhere. She wasn't even pushed on NXT UK. What? <laughs> she was the fucking first NXT women's champ, NXT UK women's champion. Which wh- what? How was she not pushed? She was the champ. Yeah. Was she buried in your guys's fucking definitions? Because Storm. she lost it eventually to Tony Storm? Like, what the fuck are you people on Twitter saying? Speaking she wasn't Tony pushed? Storm, speak, not to go off track, but if the, if you're going to watch anything that you haven't watched <laughs> from NXT UK, uh, the triple threat match for the women's ti- uh, UK title um, from TakeOver Black, Blackpool. Blackpool 2, fire. Go watch that. Okay, maybe. Back to what you were saying, though. Stop using terms on Twitter you don't understand, okay? I I could be a victim of that as well. Not a victim. A culprit of that. Maybe I use words incorrectly sometimes, you know? But at least I'm not fucking saying that the first NXT UK women's champion who only spent the time... The only time she spent in the UK division was when she was champion wasn't pushed, supposedly, according to fucking <laughs> Twitter heads. Twitter heads, Twitter marks, Twitter marks, Twitter, Twitter stands. Marks. They're not even marks anymore. They're stand. They're people who came from Stan Twitter. Okay. And they think it's appropriate to act the same way on on wrestling Twitter as they acted on Stan Twitter, and it's not. It's not, it's the, same not the same fucking. It's place. not the it's same. Not the dot same com? It's not the same dot com. It's not the same fucking <laughs> environment, oh, and it's not the same rules. Okay. I don't care that you love. I don't know. Bailey, if, <laughs> just because Bailey loses doesn't this, mean she's being buried. This brings an interesting, interesting <laughs> question: Who in the IWC would get a big push <laughs> if you could give? If I could give, if a you're big booking push? the IWC, the internet um, wrestling community is now a promotion of tweets, where it's Twitter <laughs> accounts versus other Twitter accounts. Yeah, who, who am would, I pushing? Who would get the big push and? Be the first IWC champ. Um, based on who I follow right now, I'd give it to X3. He's killing it on Twitter. Okay. He's been getting viral TikTok after viral TikTok after viral wrestling TikTok. TikToks. You're wrestling related TikToks. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, he's killing it. He's hilarious. When he'll come back to YouTube, I have no idea. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, that's who, who I get the, the big champion. push to. Who does he defend against first? Uh, any of the stands. <laughs> any of the stand accounts. So you're just going to give... that? They're going to get buried. You're going to give jobbers a push. No, they're going to get buried. Okay. According to them. According to them. That's a bear. They're going to lose in a title match, but they're being buried. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. All right. Well, I think that's where we end off this podcast. So if you want to be the next IWC champion or get a title match for the IWC <laughs> championship, um, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um, and we'll probably read it on the podcast. Make sure you leave a like. Make sure you subscribe so you can be up to date with all the podcasts. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week. You can follow me on Twitter at New Age Rudo, and you can follow my co-host here at Walk with Geo on Twitter, and you can follow the Foreign Object at Foreign Object WP on Twitter. And that's all for this week. Um, peace out.